Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time, that being Main Zone Limitless Wrestling, and of course, Let's Wrestle. My name is Josh Nason. On this week's show, what else could we possibly talk about? We're going to look back on a all-caps shocking Vacation Land Cup, my vote for show of the year as we sit here in early September. Incredible, emotional, shocking, surprising, all the words you could throw at it, and we're going to talk about it more with the guy that uh, put it all together. The man who never gives disrespectful shout-outs. It's Randy Carver. Randy, say hi to the fine people. Oh, man. Uh, I try not to, at least. Uh, how's it going today, Josh? Things are good. As I was telling you off-air, the uh, the kids off to school. I got my house back, finally. It's, uh, it's a good day. Everyone's where they should be, Randy. It's a quiet, quite uh, in the nascent household for once. Dude, and it's beautiful up here. I don't know if you've taken a step outside, but it's uh, it's 80 degrees up in the parts of central Maine right now. I can't believe what we're seeing here. It is. Uh, it's quite warm here. I will not lie to you. It's uh, like 85. It's going to be like, uh, there's uh, heat indexes here. It's like all summer we had the shitty weather. And now all of a sudden the, the week that everyone's like out of here and going back to school, vacation's done, summer's over. It's like, you know, mid 80, sunny beach weather, you know? Yeah, they're going to drill it to you now. Yeah, I mean, uh, since the last time we talked, you have a potential new free agent you can bring in, Randy, and uh, CM Punk. How about that? Yeah, what a crazy situation, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling is nuts. It's uh, what a wild week in uh, AEW. We had uh, the two show, we had all in, then all out. We had payback that happened, plus everything in between. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been no, no slowdown. What, what were you able to take in during your time off? I believe you were watching all in, if I remember right, but what about everything else? I think I caught all three of those events uh i i honestly missed like a chunk of wembley because i was just kind of i was watching that in parts i didn't have the best service in mass so i was uh i could only watch things when i was uh hunkered down for the night so i i still need to go out of my way to see like the middle chunk where there was a stadium stampede and i think jericho osprey but yeah uh i was able to catch the other payback and uh all out in full I was mesmerized by Danielson and Ricky Starks. Holy shit. That's a, yeah. that's a match of the year for me right there. And it just blew me away. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I've watched it twice already. Yeah. It was uh, a spectacle. Uh, to say at least I got to rewatch that one uh, as well, but yeah, it puts a, uh, I mean, all other strap matches now. Uh, <laughs> you've had a couple at limitless. You have your, uh, your one that set the bar. I mean, that was at a, at a different level all altogether violence. And it was, a uh, it was, fucking crazy put it that way 100 percent, 100 percent. let's talk some other fucking crazy stuff randy i don't swear that much but i have to when it comes to this vacation land cop i uh, i told you after the show text you and i said at the top of the show i thought this was the best limitless show of the year i thought it was uh from top to bottom uh it, it was just i thought it was great it was absolutely great shocking uh, occurrences we'll talk about you had not one but two Limitless Wrestling, uh, world title changes. I don't think anyone saw that coming. You had a, a crowd that was fantastic, a top five crowd of the year for sure, maybe a top two. Um, and it was uh, after wins a change or right in line with the change. It was it was, uh, it was, was a great night. It was a lot of people in there. People were having fun. The action held up. It was uh, people left, uh, again, uh, just befuddled uh, in, in a good way, I could say, uh, surprised at what they saw. It was excellent. So well done to you and the team. Well done. Yeah, it was an awesome team effort all around, I would say. It just felt like everybody stepped up to the plate ready to hit a home run that night. We're in the stretch right now where uh, I feel like shows is – 
I don't know. There's a, a bigger feel to them. There's always a lot of moving parts. There's always big matches on these shows. And, of course, high-stakes matches with the Cup uh, opening round. But uh, I, I think everybody showed up just ready to knock it out that night. And it, it was a different vibe in the locker room. It was a different vibe on the floor with the crowd. And uh just felt like a good one. Yeah, it's one of my favorites for sure. There will be a day when I'm going to ask you a ton of questions on air about uh, how this whole planning came to be, but I don't want to do that today. I want to just talk about the results and, and all that, but there's a, I, I'm just fascinated by how this all came together. Um, but that'll be again be for another day. So at the end of this whole thing, Channing Thomas, your new limitless wrestling world champion, but I think it's in how the best way to kind of do this. We'll start right from the top and how we got into this and how we got to the fact that Channing Thomas left uh, as the limitless wrestling world champion. So, uh, VLC qualifier kicked off the show. This was uh, Desmond Cole against JT Dunn. Of course, returning JT Dunn after what, over well over a year away. And again, a former VLC winner, uh, replacing Ortiz, who, uh, big surprise, Randy, he was in London. Imagine that for AEW. But uh, Desmond Cole was uh, was in the house. And of course, he wanted to advance and, uh, and, and really kind of turn some things around for his year. This was a easy... Limitless Wrestling uh, Match of the Year candidate uh, by far. This was a tremendous showing from both guys. The crowd was into it. This was this was absolutely perfect in in my opinion. Desmond Cole picking up the victory uh, again. The, the whole show is available on IWTV now for subscribers. If you have not seen it or you need to see again, like I need to check it out. But this was we thought this match is going to be good, but this. Uh, this exceeded expectations fans were on their feet after it was this was absolutely perfect desmond cole advancing to the final by defeating jt dunn what a way to open the show man uh and what a way for jt dunn to come back former vacation land cup winner in 2018 as you said been well over a year nearly two years since he's been in a limitless ring and uh coming to put one of the new dogs to the test and desmond cole see if he could hang and it, it was really a tit for tat in the start of this thing, Desmond Cole, I think, surprising JT Dunn with just what he could do. And uh, was able to hang in there with one of the best in the Northeast straight up. And Des Cole got the win this night. But uh, JT Dunn coming back, showing him some love. And uh, just, I don't know, what, what a hell of a match to open this show. That's what you want. That's, that's kind of the tone setter that you need on big cards like this. And uh, I think they delivered that. Yeah, and afterwards, Dunn putting over Bufa Strong on the mic. And obviously, you know, JT Dunn's had his uh, his issues with uh, with fans before and, and vice versa. But yeah, he was, uh, this was no swerve, no anything like that. He put over Herbert Dez pretty strong. And this was, uh, again, great uh, momentum saying Desmond Cole into the finals. And yeah, this was, uh, when you're looking at a crowd like that and you see how they were acting, I mean, anything could happen, of course, the rest of the night. Are you immediately, your mind thinking this is going to be a good night or is it you kind of just take it, you know, every match one at a time when it comes to kind of, uh, I guess, forecasting how the show is going to go? It's tough. Uh, I think certain cards you feel that way from the start and other ones uh, you can have some question going through because uh, everybody really has to do their job at the end of the day for the shit to continue the way it is. You know, if it's a good vibe to start with, uh, something can kill that very easily or something can keep that rolling very easily. So it's, uh, I don't know. It's really how you're feeling that night with what you put together. But uh, honestly, when they broke curtain, I felt like it was going to be a good night on this one. I, I had no reservations on anything we had on this show. Going to the second VLC qualifier, Channing Thomas defeating Ichiban to qualify for the final of course. Ichiban lightning fast, but unsuccessful in his first VLC tournament opportunity, losing to Thomas with a via a pile driver. Uh, yeah, this was, 
in, in kind of going back to the memory bank, this was, you know, Ichiban really trying to to get the high flying offense going and just this uh, frenetic pace. And and Chain did a good job shutting it down. Of course, Sidney Bacabella, uh, his uh, presence outside certainly I would, I would loom large throughout the entire night. But yeah, Channing Thomas picking up a, a a solid victory, and for Ichiban, you know, good for him that he qualified. Remind me of a like a, a young uh, you know sports team that may have you know. A, not a lot of experience on the high level, but they get to the playoffs. They're out one and done, but that helps them out for the future. I think Ichiban will definitely be back uh, for sure. Good learning experience for him, but this wasn't his time. And Shane Thomas, obviously it was picking up the victory. Yeah, I think it's back to the drawing board for Ichiban, but definitely someone that I want to see in Limitless moving forward. Uh, I just think that he's exceptional. And uh, when he's on court, then 100%. And I don't know if he was going into this matchup, but uh I think he's excellent and just so much fun to watch. Uh, the crop that he's come up with, with the Miracle Gen, Dustin Waller, Kylon King, they're lighting shit up right now. But uh, this was Channing's night, man. And it, it was just getting started here with the win over Ichabon in the first round. And we move on. Becca defeating Aaron Rourke to advance to the VLC finals. Of course, these two partners outside Limitless, they've had their issues uh, before uh, related to Ava Everett, of course, related to Becca. We talked about that last time out with uh, Becca defeating Ava Everett. To qualify and and uh, how uh, Aaron Rourke qualified here, defeating Ricky Smokes in that impromptu match at uh, July's Crunch Time. But yeah, this was another uh, solid bout. Becca picking up a, another victory and a bit of redemption after failing to make it to the final her, her tournament debut. Aaron made a good uh, accounting of himself, of course, and I think uh, very excited to see what's next with him and and with Art and this whole group and and uh, and so on. But this uh, you know this was Aaron Aaron's time to shine, but Becca was just a little bit better picking up the win. With a 450, and yeah, she advanced to the final as well. She, uh, yeah, I mean, she went blonde Becca and blonde Becca, Randy. She's uh, she's hard to beat, you know. Is it's like uh, Tiger Woods with uh, you know, the red uh, polo shirt and Sunday back in the day. Like you tell she was down to down for business when uh, she did that. This match felt special, honestly. Uh, it felt special to see Aaron Rourke stripped away from art in this capacity. We had no Ricky Smokes ringside specifically said, you know what. I'm going to approach this on my own. Ricky Smokes can stay home. Ava Everett, of course, booked herself a tour in Germany when she didn't qualify for the uh, Vacation Land Cup earlier this year. So she's been in Germany. Actually, as we record this now, uh, Aaron Rourke has joined her in Germany, making his WXW debut. So congrats to Aaron. That's a big opportunity for him. Uh, but on this night, it was a different Aaron Rourke in the room. 100%. You didn't have art. There were no distractions. There was no one pulling the strings on Aaron Rourke. The evil gay was off and running on his own. And uh, to see that, especially in a match like this against Becca, someone who you know he respects, someone who he has history with, he teams with, and just knows very well. And unfortunately, in Limitless Wrestling, for the two of them, they've been caught on separate sides numerous times because of his ties and affiliations to art. So to have this moment, the two of them in the first round, tearing it up, Seeing what Aaron can really do unleashed with someone like Becca, who was just bound and determined to get to her first VLC final. Uh, that was a lot of fun to watch and I think was really special. And the final opening round contest, a uh, highly anticipated match. Alec Price taking on the returning Kevin Blackwood. Of course, Kevin's been out west. But uh, again, finally making his return for the first time in, I believe, a year, uh, give or take. Uh, yeah, it was against uh, Anthony Henry, that match. But yeah, this is the uh, the former Limitless World Champion, of course, on his run. Would he hope to be back to a title shot? We'll talk about how that ended in a second, of course. But yeah, he uh, he spoiled Blackwood's return. It's a, a very physical match. I'd uh, love to see this happen uh, you know, two, three more times down the road. 
look forward to maybe seeing Kim Blackwood back in the world of limitless now that he's back east. But this was um yeah, this was an athletic affair between two guys that are that are hard hitters. Um, you know, who knows? A couple of years ago, this match may have gone the other way, given Alex's experience. But Alec Price picking on the picking up the victory here and moving on to the BLC in a in a win he needed. And uh, we'll see what's next for Kevin Blackwood. Yeah, this was a tough way to come back for Blackwood for your uh, return match to Yarmouth after a while away, return to Limitless Wrestling in general, and it just didn't go his way. I mean, a uh, tough uh, tough one to pull on Alec Price. I mean, not necessarily the first-round match that you want in a call like this, but Blackwood, I mean, it was awesome to see him back. A very physical contest here with Alec Price, and we could actually kick into some audio here in a second. Uh, Alyssa Marino caught up with Kevin after this matchup, and just frustrated, uh, you know, having the IWTV champ in the first round, I don't think is what he wanted. And uh, it obviously didn't swing his way. Alec Price hitting the surprise, knocking out Kevin Blackwood out of the tournament. And Price had a big night ahead of him, too. So it's, uh, you know, anyone could these all these matches could have gone either way in this tournament. But uh, I definitely think like we talked about on the pod, I think a couple of weeks ago, Blackwood's back in the, in the Northeast now. Uh, he's going to be East coast based for the time being. So I think we're going to see a lot of him in limitless moving forward, but, uh, I definitely think it's going to be a situation of how can he find his footing? Yeah. Let's hear from uh, Kevin Blackwood, Kevin Blackwood right now. All right. We heard those comments. Yeah. It sounds like a, a guy that is, uh, he's not finished with limitless wrestling and, uh, and, and some of the, uh, the talent here. So yeah, I'd be very excited to see what's, uh, what's next for him. And yeah, so let, okay. So let's go on this, this, so this begins the, the craziest uh, of the night. We had big beef defending the limitless wrestling world title against Rip Bison. That's the last match for the intermission again we've seen four great matches leading into this and then we knew uh this is going to be a hard hard hitting affair so these two guys uh go at it and this was again every bit of a brawl that you thought uh it was going to be um again hard hitting doesn't even begin to explain it and we all know the story this was rip's final night in the promotion for about three months as he heads over to japan to realize a dream there his other dream of course is to be the limitless wrestling world title so be able to combine these and have him defend over there potentially that was going to be a double dream come true this was uh yeah this was all over the place and in the end um bison i believe is three straight love gun lariats if i remember right it was able to pick up the win and just basically a battle of attrition. And just like that, Rip Bison defeated Big Beef to win the Limitless Wrestling World title. It ends Beef's five-month reign. We'll talk about that for a minute. But in that moment, Randy, the place was euphoric. They were ecstatic, a little surprised perhaps because, you know, this guy's going to take the, the belt away or whatever. But didn't matter. In that moment, people were very, very happy that Rip Bison became the limitless wrestling world champion for the very first time people i feel like felt the the run for rip to get to this point you know he's uh, unfortunately like just started to get his wheels turning in limitless wrestling right before the shutdown uh competed rigorously every season of tapings that we had against every single person and 
the work was paying off when live shows turned back around. He became a fixture of Limitless Wrestling moving forward and finally got himself to this point. And one on one with Beef, someone who he's had the number of for a while. And um, despite a couple impressive defenses for Beef, wasn't able to get the job done on this night and was obviously feeling some kind of way about that after the match. Um, not having that moment with Rip Bison that I, I think Rip was looking for. And obviously, uh, after a loss like that, you're going to be in your feels. You're going to feel some type of way. You know, I, I don't know if that's the moment. But Ripper uh, finally achieving that dream, uh, as you said, ahead of him going to Japan. And even if it was just for a moment, uh, becoming Limitless Wrestling World Champion, checking that one off the bucket list. So the place is happy. Of course, we're going to the intermission. And coming back, we had a, another great tag team match. And this is uh, actually, let me force get past this. Uh, again, beef ends a five month reign. Uh, what, what are you, you know, kind of looking back at this? I don't know how beef is feeling. Um, a couple weeks later, probably still a little bit salty, but yeah, he was just, uh, looked a little, a little heartbroken walking in the back, but yeah, five month reign is a, is limitless champion. What do you think is going to be next for him? I mean, it feels like a tough spot to be in for beef right now. Uh, you come into a match like that against a longtime rival. You have a history with him in limitless wrestling, someone you haven't been able to get over the hump against. And you come in with momentum anyway. I mean, you had that match with Lucky Ali in July at crunch time. That's kind of a, it felt like it kind of got some life back into beef again, some wind in the sails and uh, got his mind right, ready for a long run with this championship. And for that to just kind of immediately come to a halt and you don't beat the guy that you feel so confident that you're finally going to beat. And it's all stripped away in one moment. You're not the champion anymore. This rival who you can't beat has beat you once again. And then you have this moment at the end as well where, uh, you know, Rip's trying to to show his love, his respect for beef as a competitor, as a man. And uh, it just wasn't felt in that moment. Now, I don't know how you feel in a moment like that. We saw it with MSP, how they reacted to above the rest. I mean, it's not it's not always peaches and cream after uh, after going to war with somebody else and not getting the job done, not having it turn your way. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. I, I really think he could do anything. Uh, he's a wild card. He's a loose cannon, but he is, you know, the success is there in a limitless wrestling ring. In big spots, he's been able to get the job done. So uh, I'm interested to see where his head's at moving forward, what he wants to do moving forward in the climb back. But it's got to be a weird point in time right now for Beef. Losing the championship, the guy he lost to has now gone to Japan for the, pretty much the rest of the year. And Channing Thomas now rules the territory. He's the world champion. So it uh, just has to be a mixture of weird feelings, I feel like, for Beef right now. So let's get back on the uh, the recap here. So main event uh, taking on fresh air. We knew this is going to be entertaining and big surprise. It was two young teams. Of course, main event had not been around for a long, long time in uh, in Limitless and with Myas Black and Jay Lyon returning. And of course, McCray Martin and Junior Benito have been impressed in their uh, couple outings in Limitless so far. And this is exciting. Experience versus youth. And at the end, Experience won out. Uh, Myas Black and Jay Lyon picking up uh, the victory. I'm hitting the grand finale on McCray Martin to get the victory. And then both teams shook hands, sign respect. Everyone's happy. And then all of a sudden, Randy, MSP came out. And these two guys are, of course, they uh, look like they're going to have a standoff with both main event and fresh air. There's a little bit of uh, people wondering what was going on. And then Danger Kid and uh, Aiden Agro giving their, their, uh, their props to both teams. And both teams uh, headed out. And then MSP had something to say. 
And to paraphrase, this is this went you know for about you know five six minutes something like that. And these two guys aren't happy with how things went down. Their first ever meeting with above the rest. They put over tag team wrestling in Maine and Limitless Wrestling. How they've uh, helped uh, really establish them and teams like Main Event and Fresh Air. And they they listed all these different teams that have uh, come through the doors of Limitless Wrestling. Of course, Let's Wrestle as well. And yeah, both teams uh, again MSP. Not happy with one of those teams, that being above the rest, and how ATR picked up their victory several months ago, and MSP walking away in kind of disgust, refusing to shake hands. And what came out of this was a challenge to Tristan Ty and Gabriel Sky to a rematch at September's anniversary show. At that point, was not confirmed, but as of now, it is. Yeah, it's on for September 30th. Uh, MSP above the rest, round two. Uh, I don't want to skip over this tag match, though. It was great to have the main event back in action, much like we were talking about with Blackwood earlier. Uh, kind of just had trouble finding their footing in Limitless for the longest time. And um, they'd have stints, uh, you know, maybe doing some trio stuff with Nola Katano, splitting off doing some tag work. Uh, they really have a full package together right now. House of Glory tag team champions, as you said, taking on the newer team of Fresh Air, McRae Martin and Junior Benito, who just as impressive, just didn't have it on this night. And then MSP... Uh, yeah, you really didn't know uh, how that was going to go for a moment with all three teams in the ring. And MSP, of course, last time we saw them walking out on a handshake from above the rest. So showing the respect to these two teams, main event, of course, they've had wars with Fresh Air. They wrestled in March and calling out Tristan Ty, Gabriel Sky straight up. They didn't like how it went down last time. And they want round two if they want to earn that respect. Mm. And yeah, so it's going to be on for September 30th. Of course, uh, Gabriel Sky apparently uh, fully recovered from his uh, shoulder injury. At least he's going to be good enough to go in this one. And we'll see if MSP targets that shoulder. But yeah, this is uh, this is going to be something. MSP versus ATR2 coming in September. But let's uh, keep going with the VLC. That led to our uh, second to last match. Actually, second to almost third match left tonight. Uh, as things surprisingly turned up, we had uh, two debuts, Ultraviolet. Versus Damaris Dawkins to um um I want to I would say Mid Atlantic kind of the New York uh, New Jersey Philadelphia region in that area two of veterans of, of that uh, of that group area and both impressed of course the Ultraviolet the uh, reigning House of Glory Women's Champion and uh, picking up a win here over Damaris Dawkins with a really uh, nice looking submission move this was that uh, yeah this was entertaining I think as as we say every time out uh, on this podcast when you have people that debut. Um, the Limits fans are, are fairly respectful because most everyone that's new is, is able to go and both ladies are able to go. People were excited to see them really behind Damaris Dawkins, who is uh, an easy, uh, easy baby face for sure. Like people just love, wanted to see her win and, and do well uh, quite badly. Of course, Ultra Violet, uh, you know, talking shit the whole time didn't, didn't help for her cause. But anyway, yeah, Ultra Violet picking up the win and uh, we'll see if uh, either these two uh, ladies end up uh, back in your radar soon. Yeah, I definitely think they will. Um, this was a tough spot, too. I mean, uh, it was a pretty bloated card. Uh, people are waiting for the uh, tournament finals as well. But uh, even with the tough spot, uh, I really thought that they had people invested and uh, interested in both wrestlers here. Ultraviolet, as you said, picking up the win. Uh, Damaris Dawkins was really uh, putting her through the paces there at the end. But Violet yeah. able to tie her up, tap her out. And uh, I definitely think we'll be seeing both these competitors back in a limitless ring at some point. Yeah, Dawkins has a, a natural, uh, for someone who's been doing this long, she has kind of a natural flow. Um, everything looks good. Yeah, there's there's definitely, you can definitely tell there's something there with her for sure. I'm mean, kind of excited to see what what happens like a year from now. You know what I yeah. mean? As, as soon as she gets all the work in and 
and all that. There's a, you tell there's, there's something there. It's just a, just experience and opportunities. And um, yeah, with no shortage of wrestling promotions around, I'm sure she'll get. So very excited to see what happens to her over the next year. Of course, ultraviolet as well. So, all right, Randy, we'll, we'll go into this. Uh, I mean, I, I still uh, two weeks, almost two weeks later, just buzzing over this hat, what this happened. So, VLC finals, Channing Thomas, Des Cole, Alec Price, and Becca to win, uh, of course, the winner, going to win the 2023 VLC. And of course, as we thought, move on to defend the title at or have a title shot potentially at September's anniversary show because that's the way it's always been, Randy. You know this better than anyone. However, Rip Bison winning the title certainly changed things, so we'll kind of put a, a pin in that. So you have these four going at it. This was a another uh, match of the year candidate, I think. And first out of the way uh, was uh, Becca getting eliminated by uh, Channy Thomas after a pile driver. It wasn't like a quick uh, a quick X or anything like that. Becca held her own against some very, very heavy hitters and very. This was again as most four ways go, especially in limos. It is like action everywhere uh, for the first few minutes. But yeah, um, Thomas eliminating Becca. Salat left with uh, Alec Price, Cole, and Channing Thomas. Of course, a lot of history with... It's one of the things I loved about this match is there was history with everyone uh, involved here. And then out of nowhere, um, Cole got uh, pinned Alec Price and and surprised him for sure. And Alec Price did not like this. Nailed Cole with a surprise kick right in the back of the head. Active jealousy. Dastardly. And then... All of a sudden, uh, Channing, of course, as he should have, took advantage and then took out uh, Desmond Cole, get the pin, and then just like that, stole the VLC, crushing uh, Desmond Cole's dreams. The fans were in shock. Sydney Bacabella excited. And as the trophy is being brought to the ring, we'll have time to talk about this match in a second. So as the uh, trophy is being brought to the ring, Sydney Bacabella says, no, 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 not yet, not yet. Channing, hear me out. He had something to say a very passionate speech about essentially that since Rip Bison's the champion that, uh, you know, he's, he's going to go take the title of Japan for three months. And he, Randy Sidney Bacabell said, Rip Bison is screwing the fans. He's ripping them off by heading out, you know, make Channing Thomas wait for months and months and months to get his title shot. That, uh, Rip Bison was a coward. And I don't think I would ever call Rip Bison a coward, especially to his face or even a thousand miles away. I'd never call him that. And started saying how Thomas should challenge for the title tonight instead of waiting. Of course, he figured that uh, Rip Bison was gone. And before we get to how this story concludes, tell me your thoughts on the four-way. I mean, straight up, Josh, I, uh, I think this takes the cake for VLC finals. I think this was the best one. And that's not to throw any shade at anything that's come before, but... Uh, being in the room for this one, feeling it, the experience of it all, uh, just such a ride start to finish with Becca, Channing Thomas, Alec Price, Desmond Cole, uh, a lot of history between these wrestlers and different points in time. Uh, Alec, Becca, Channing, all fixtures in the uh, closed taping era. That's really when we got to know both Channing and Becca as individuals. Alec was starting to get his wheels moving before that, and Desmond Cole has just been such a bright spot in the past couple of years. Solidified himself a roster spot and just has never looked back since his debut in Limitless Wrestling. And you got to respect that. And in a big match situation like this, uh, to be in the finals, make his first finals. This was Becca's first finals. Channing's second. Alec 
no stranger to the bright lights of the VLC finals, but again, was not able to get the job done. And that feels like what pushed him over the edge and uh, delivered a surprise kick after the uh, the pinfall there and took out Dez. Yeah. What, what do you think about Alec Price doing that? I mean, he's been a, a guy's dance the line between fan favorite and, uh, and villain. He did not give a shit, and he just took Bufa out, and that was uh, – people did not like that. I'll tell you that much. I love Alec Price, but I don't think uh... – you know, staring down the barrel at going through something like that in the biggest of all spots. I don't know how anybody reacts. Yeah, I will tell you this, Randy, that Des Cole, as dejected looking as he as he looked uh, walking past us out the uh, the back door after uh, after that had happened, I, I I think Price might have sparked something in that he doesn't want to see. I'm just gonna throw that out there. That sometimes these guys that you assume, oh, they're great guys, nice guys, they can be, but you push them too far, and then something snaps. And I'm just going to, I get that feeling with Des Cole. No more Mr. Mr. Nice Guy, put it that way. I could see the same. Mm. Let's go to what happens after Sidney Bacabella called Rip Bison a coward. Guess what happened, Randy? The music hit and Rip Bison came out. And all of a sudden, we was full in gear, ready to go. He hadn't left after all. No one really, I think, expected that he left. Maybe Bacabella was hoping he did just to get away with something. Rip was fired, was fired up. There was no uh, no talking, no bullshit, no nothing before. These two went after it, and they started going after each other. Bison unloading his uh, rapid-fire chops in the corner, hit one love gun lariat, tried to hit a burning hammer to finish this thing quick. Uh, Thomas uh, was able to get out of it, and then he counted with a pile dryer finisher. But that only got two on Rip Bison, the first person to ever kick out of Cheney Thomas's uh, pile driver finish. Bacabell was shocked. And Bison fired up, hit, finally hit his burning hammer. But then that son of a bitch, Randy Sidney Bacabella, he distracted referee Nate Speckham from making the cover. It was easy. I mean, counted it 10. Cheney Thomas was out of it. And of course, Bison, fatal mistake. He lost his cool, brought Bacabella into the ring, ripped his polo shirt off, showed the, showed the hot bod for all the ladies, all the tattoos, unloading chops. And then Thomas helped Bacabella avoid a burning hammer. Ducked the love gun Larry, hit a second pile driver that got him the pin and the unpredictable victory. And just like that, Channing Thomas, Randy, is your not only your VLC 2023 winner, he is your limitless wrestling world champion. An improbable turn of events. No one saw it coming. Mostly Rip Bison, who, as the show went off the air, Bison was laid in the ring, just crushed. I mean, his dreams were just ripped from him like less than an hour after he achieved one of them. Thank you, Rip, as the show went off the air for those watching at home. This was uh, shocking indeed. The the proclamation, the predictions of Sidney Bacabella came true. I don't even know what to say at this point. Really. Shocking, surprising, and uh, I don't know where we go from here. I don't know either. Just a crazy turn of events here. Channing Thomas, uh, first person to wrestle three times in a night on a limitless show, uh, wins the cup, wins the championship. Rip now uh, has to go to Japan with that. And uh, I, I can't imagine. Uh, I saw somebody uh, like tweet a time differential of like 9 p.m. that night, Rip's on top of the world. And by what, 1030, um, he's in the center of the ring without the championship and it's just a crazy crazy turn of events uh we haven't seen anything like it in the history of limitless wrestling and uh we're in a world-class territory now josh 
I, I I'm I'm speechless, man. I I was speechless after that happened. I I mean, I heard the people walking out and they were stunned. Uh, this was uh, uh yeah, it's just shocking. Is probably the the best. No one, including myself, because I I specifically ask like I'm not I don't really want to know what's gonna happen because I like to to be a fan with everyone else. And this was uh, this was surprising. I was just like, well, how is Rip gonna do this? And 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 I I figured, well, I guess this is what's gonna happen. And you know they'll figure it out, and no, it's the title match actually happened at the anniversary show, and not the anniversary show. I, I struggled for words. I still, yeah, I thought the whole night was great. I thought the ending was just uh, uh, unexpected, which made it so much fun. Uh, not fun for for Rip Bison, but uh, yeah, Rip Bison has to stew in Japan and to unload holy hell on those guys. And I assume, Randy, I would, I if I was a betting man, I'd put a lot of money on this that Rip Bison is going to come back to Limitless. And I would say anyone that gets in his way, watch out. He is going to be pissed and motivated like you've never seen. That's my prediction. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a good time. Whenever he does return, uh, it's not going to be a good time for anybody, especially uh, Channing and Sydney. I would have to assume. Yeah, I'd say uh, arguably one of the more anticipated returns when he does come back. I think uh, it's going to be a moment, put it that way. It's going to be a moment. So, yeah, that's a VLC. Uh, incredible show. Um, I should mention, Randy, one of the big new innovations. New lights as part of the intros. Tell us about these. Yeah, we uh, we had Coral in the house who was uh, handling the music and the lights uh, on that night. And it was a test run to see if that's something that we're going to continue moving forward with. And uh, I definitely think we are. Got positive reviews all around. And uh, watching the stream back look great as well. It did. Yeah. The um, Will a Titantron be next, Randy? Is that what's coming next? <laughs> well, we'll have to see about that. All right. All right. Yeah, I thought the, uh, the lights were a good part. I'm glad they weren't on through the through all the matches because they were kind of bright. <laughs> so I think for those kind of staring straight into them, uh, I'm glad they weren't on for like the entire show. But the intros, I thought it was cool. They were synced up to the music and stuff. And I thought that was a really good touch. And then uh, for the second straight show, I had to talk my way into the building with Mama Carver. So I must be doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> Giving you guff at the front again, huh? Yeah, my name wasn't on the list. And I was just like, uh, she's like, do you usually pay him for him i'm like well i usually do the I do the podcast with him and i'm like you don't remember these baby blue eyes you don't remember that you know so <laughs> i eventually talked my way in so i was able to get in so that was good Beautiful. that was good but uh yeah so another opportunity for that coming up on saturday september 30th yarmouth maine and bets tickets on sale now celebrate eight years of limitless wrestling with your favorite wrestlers your favorite uh, fellow fans celebrate with randy eric greenleaf all your favorites are going to be there Saturday, September 30th in uh, in Yarmouth, Maine. I should, uh, before I move on, I should mention Ethan Scott, another great job on uh, on uh, Saturday at the VLC. Yeah, Ethan did killer, dude. Uh, I thought he had a great night. Uh, I was feeling for him this weekend. I saw that uh, the main car that was heading to grind for the RPM Fest, Derek Douglas, Nate Speckman, Ethan Scott, they had some car trouble, broke down on the oh, way. Oh, no, so they weren't able to make it. Weren't, were, did, couldn't make their dates? I know. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Helicopter? I mean, they must have the budget, right? Ah, yeah, maybe you're onto something there. There you go. So yeah, so a few uh, things announced for the show. Uh, of course, one match that we know for sure: MSP versus Above the Rest. We'll talk about that uh, more in the weeks ahead. And for the first time ever, the bulldozer Matt Tremont, a hardcore of hardcore wrestlers, Randy makes his debut in Limitless Wrestling. Talk about this. Yeah, I'm stoked to have Tremont. It's been something in the works for a while. Uh, rumored to come to Maine for a while. Hasn't been here. Gee, it's got to be over 10 years now. Uh, literally wrestled once on like a football field in the Fairfield area. But 
Uh, I- I'm stoked to have him now, man. Tremont's uh, as decorated as they come in the deathmatch scene and uh, going to bring a little taste of that to Yarmouth, Maine coming oh up my- September 30th. Oh, I my God. Wait. Oh, my God. Are you, are, is, you're going to see some sort of death match. Is that what you're saying? Well, we're going to see something uh, a little crazy, I would say. Yeah. Holy cow. All right. Legos all over the ring, that type of match? I don't know. I mean, I'm predictable with the bulldozer, bro. Jeez. Oh, boy. Watch out. Uh, don't wear white, fans. Don't wear white. May get blood splattered on them. And uh, one guy, this is this guy is going to get a guaranteed standing ovation when he comes out. Puff making his long-awaited return to Limitless Wrestling. Finally, it's not Christmas season yet, but Puff, Santa Puff, I can't wait. Puff is going to be back. It's been way too long. <laughs> I couldn't believe it had been, jeez, uh, I, I think pre-pandemic since he'd been on a live show. So I think it's been still two- that puff back in the mix. I think 2002 is when you first had him, last had him, right? 2002? It was the last time he was there. It was during, yeah, it was during the uh, the closed taping era, the 2020 Vacation Land Cup. He teamed with Megabyte Ronnie, the Beverage Barons, defeating... Wow. What a Current. throwback. That was uh that was Channing and Brett's first match as a tag team. That's right. The prestige. Yeah. Look, look at that. Three years later. Wow. They're both holding titles. Yeah, true. That's crazy. Imagine, imagine that. So Puff making his return. So that should be a lot of fun. And uh announce uh your new most wrestling world champions, uh Channing Thompson. I almost said Sidney Bacabella, but he's not the champion. He, th- he might about, think he is. Yeah. But Channing Thomas and Sidney Bacabella were there. We don't know what uh what is planned for them, but of course they would I mean, they're not going to lose any opportunity to crow about what they did, what they pulled off, and uh, enjoy this rain. I'm, I'm very uh, eager to see uh, how active uh, these guys are because I don't know if you know Sydney Bacabella is going to try to you know try to back out some things, maybe hold you up for some money, something like that. I mean, I'd watch out for these two, Randy. He sounds like the type. He certainly sounds like the type. Yeah, and of course, uh, and also just announced, uh, both Desmond Cole and Alec Price will be on the show. And obviously, we just talked about their issues. Not uh, scheduled yet in action against each other, but they will both be there. So add security in the back, Randy. These two uh, not happy, and watch out to watch out, Alec Price. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I think uh, I think by the next time when we chat too, there's going to be a lot to talk about in terms of matches because uh, we got a lot to lay out here for the eighth anniversary. All right, so of course, the uh, eighth anniversary show, Saturday, September 30th, the Yarmouth Main. Tickets are on sale now, and they're already flew off the shelves for front row. Plenty of great seats available. Get there. Uh, this is again the uh, the finale and the, the kind of the trilogy, so to speak, with crunch time into the VLC in the anniversary show and leading into another great fall. So, yeah, this should be another great anniversary show. Celebrate Limitless Wrestling. No idea if there's going to be cake there, but maybe someday there will be, and it'll go in wrestler's face because we have not seen that in Limitless, I don't believe, right? Jeez, I don't think so. I know that there, there's definitely been cake and let's wrestle, but uh, <laughs> I I cannot recall. Mm. All right. Well, speaking of let's wrestle, great segue. This Friday, September 8th, Special Olympics fundraiser for the MVRA All-Star Team of Bangor at the uh, indoor yard sale in uh, Brewer, Maine. Uh, let's wrestle returning to action again. Friday, September 8th, $15 GA tickets available on website. So great seats uh, anywhere in the venue. And this is going to be another uh, another very interesting show. Uh, Eric Johnson getting his Let's Wrestle title rematch against the aforementioned BRG. MSP defending the Let's Wrestle tag team titles against the Rat Bastards, Randy. Xander Torres and Adam Kirkland, not uh, Rat Daddy. 
but the rat no, bastards. I, I wasn't able to, to secure the rat daddy return just yet, but you never know. The rat bastards in the house. He might pop up from underneath one of those uh, those tables, and uh, you you just you never know what the rat daddy where he's going to be. <laughs> in a rematch from the road, this should be hard hitting. Alexander Lee taking on uh, B. A. Tatum and uh, the big man Jason Maverick. Looking to uh, get some momentum back his, uh, after his recent loss to BRG, taking on the one and only Donkey Boy Bandit and uh, Manny Arias, taking on Diego Alvarez and the Lovecraft family versus the Lawless Alliance. So we got uh, got a pretty decent card here coming up this Friday and uh, for a good cause. Yeah, going to be a lot of fun. A uh, portion of the proceeds going to the All-Star team, MVRA, All-Stars of Bangor. Um, and I think we're going to have a lot of athletes in the house, actually. They're coming to the event to check it out. So uh, I'm excited for a lot of new folks to check out some wrestling. Uh, just going to be a fun time, man. Les Russell's been a blast lately. One of our last shows of the year, too, coming up in the Central Main area. So hop on it. That's true. That's true. So we have, uh, yeah, a lot, to, uh, a lot to watch, obviously, with uh, VLC. If you, I would suggest rewatching it again. I'm going to check it out again for sure. Of course, we have... Uh, playing of past Let's Wrestle shows up on IWTV as well. Of course, the show coming up this uh, Friday, September 8th. Get your tickets for September 30th in uh, in Yarmouth, Maine. So that should be great as well. Uh, anything more that we did not talk about? We talked to a lot of stuff, but uh, anything else? I think we've smashed it for this week, honestly. Um, we'll, we'll have a lot to talk about in terms of uh, Let's Wrestle Fallout and the upcoming Limitless announcements for the 8th anniversary, but uh, we got everything pretty much right now. That's right. And uh, Mojo at the Dojo, any uh, any updates about that? Yeah, coming up uh, within within the week, the announcement's going to drop for the upcoming Season 5 on IWTV. And, of course, uh, all the past episodes and uh, uh, individual matches as well available on IWTV and YouTube. That's right. Of course, you can check uh, recent Limitless Action out on PMC Channel 5 in the greater uh, Portland area, uh, greater Westbrook area on Friday nights, 8.30 p.m., and uh, replays throughout the week. So check that out there. IWTV, of course, for full events, tons of past events, uh, all types of indie promotions. It's a wrestling fan stream, like 10 bucks a month. Uh, Pluto TV, of course, for a few seasons of the road. Uh, LW Main on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for match updates, uh, all that type of stuff for these shows coming up. Of course, Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Randy underscore Carver, LW on Twitter, Josh Nason on Twitter, and LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs, including the anniversary show coming up in September. And of course, uh, Let's Wrestle coming up this Friday as well. And we'll see you at the shows. For Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. Until next time, be limitless. <laughs>